0: Mum, I thought you were taking the train,' said Ginny, in astonishment. She was sitting at the table in the sunny kitchen at Lupin Lodge when her mother walked into the room. Molly dusted soot from her clothes with one hand and used the other to balance parcels with her wand. Ginny looked behind her. "'Where's Penny?' "'She's feeling a bit sad today,' replied Molly with a meaningful glance, placing several packages on the table. "'So I set her up in the garden with a good book.' and instructions to stick her head in the fire if anything happens with the baby i'll apparate back in the early afternoon how are you dear just fine mum jenny answered shortly she already knew that an argument with her mother was forthcoming and she wasn't looking forward to it she'd made up her mind earlier to talk to her mother about her school plans today, but everything that had happened with ron in the past twenty-four hours had made her tired and worried and she knew that his current problems weren't going to help her plead her case to stay at Lupin Lodge. Where is everyone? Molly demanded, looking around. Ron, she called. Jinny winced. Sleeping, mum. We weren't expecting you until later. Sleeping? Molly narrowed her eyes. Ron, she called again. Mum, he had a hard night. He'll have a harder morning. And where's Harry? I don't know. Remus is in the garden. "'Sirius is working. Harry's... probably flying. "'And I don't know where Hermione is at the moment. "'Do you want a cup of tea?' "'I'd hoped that Ron would at least be awake, "'giving some thought to his position.' "'Molly pursed her lips and sat at the table. "'Actually, dear, I'd love something cold. "'Traveling by flu always dries out my throat. "'Pumpkin juice, perhaps?' "'Jenny magicked a glass and a pitcher over to the table "'and sat down across from her mother.' She couldn't sit for long, however, before she nervously stood up and started pacing around the room, pretending to look busy. "'Jenny, what on earth are you wearing?' inquired Mrs. Weasley, glancing disapprovingly at the worn jeans and muggle shirt. "'I wish you would wear your robes. After all, that's what we fought for. Mom!' exclaimed Jenny. Obviously her mother was determined to make her want to argue. We didn't fight over clothing. This stuff's much more comfortable." "'Your arms are showing!' "'So?' Mrs. Weasley sighed deeply. "'Well, at least you're wearing robes to the wedding. "'I've brought some things down with me. "'Bought robes always need some adjustments. "'I want everyone to try theirs on today "'so that I can sort them out.' The two of them sat in silence for a while longer. Jenny knew what she had to say to her mother, but was terrified to broach the subject and meet with an unequivocal no. Mrs. Weasley didn't seem to notice Jenny's nerves. She started talking about Penelope while glancing towards the door every few moments, in obvious search of Ron. "'I'm very worried about her,' she admitted sadly. "'I know this must be difficult, but she's got the baby to think about now, and I'm not sure if she realizes that or not. Maybe it wasn't a good idea to give her Percy's old room. "'Wait until you see her hair. I can't get over it. It's so short.' and to think that you gave Bill a hard time for keeping his long. "'Which do you prefer, Mum?' interrupted Jinny wickedly. Molly gave her a look and continued. "'Don't be smart, Jinny. You'll see it soon enough when you come home next week, and perhaps you can help me cheer her up while you finish your studies.' Molly looked to the door again. "'Which reminds me, I want to talk to Remus while I'm here to see if he has any idea which textbooks are the most useful.' "'Now was the time to speak.' but Jenny found that her voice was failing her. She didn't want to disappoint her mother, but she couldn't go home. She just couldn't. She sighed and looked out the window. Crash! A loud noise startled both of them from upstairs. It was followed by the sound of Ron's voice. Damn! Bloody hell! Ruddy owl! And then Pigwidgeon's high-pitched hooting. Jenny stifled a laugh. Pig had learned to get out of his cage and had taken to greeting Ron as soon as he climbed out of bed in the morning. A few moments later, they heard Ron's big feet padding slowly down the stairs. He stopped in the doorway when he saw his mother sitting in the kitchen. "'Lo, Mum," he muttered, not moving. He looked a bit frightened. Jenny heard her mother gasp, and she felt like doing the same. There was an enormous bruise on Ron's cheek, the line of a healed cut on his temple, and dark bags hung under his eyes. "'Ron!' Molly breathed anxiously. "'Look at you! What!' what how how could you get yourself involved in something like this did you ever stop to to jenny's surprise ron held up a hand and said softly i know what you're going to say Mum. i know the whole lecture i'm sure you've talked to dad already so you know what really happened he winced my head hurts he muttered jenny smirked at him he certainly did know how to play it for sympathy molly sighed loudly and approached her son She reached up to look more closely at the cut on Ron's face, and he flinched slightly as she softly pressed her fingers against it. "'Have you seen a doctor?' she asked much more quietly than Jinny had anticipated. "'No,' Ron answered, wincing a bit as his mother probed at the wound. "'Hermione put something on it last night before I went to bed. "'Ow! Mom!' Ron pulled away from his mother, exasperated, and said, "'It's okay.' "'Well, if Hermione looked at it, then I'm sure she thought to disinfect it. "'But it looks horrible. "'What were you thinking?' "'Ron didn't answer. "'Jenny felt for him. "'Her mother obviously wanted to discuss the situation, "'and at the moment no good could come of that at all. "'Ron was more than sorry for the mess, "'and Jenny knew how scared he was of getting arrested. "'Yet Molly continued. "'And how does your employer feel about this whole mess? "'Fighting while you're at work!' She crossed her arms and shook her head. It doesn't exactly look good to start your first job in this way, does it? Jenny saw Ron close his eyes and take a deep breath. She stifled a laugh. The situation wasn't funny at all, but she couldn't help wanting to warn her mother that if she didn't leave Ron alone, he might punch her as well. It's nearly eleven o'clock, Ron. You should really go upstairs and get dressed. I'm dressed. Still, there are young women in this house— You should dress properly before you come downstairs. I'm wearing clothes. You're wearing pajamas. Where are your robes? Packed. In my trunk, said Ron, picking up a piece of toast. I wear these everywhere. To work, to the pitch. In fact, I think I'll wear them to the wedding. Well, if this were my house, you'd be wearing your robes every day. It's a sign of respect. People have given their lives so that we can continue to live the way that our kind have for thousands of years. Ginny rolled her eyes at Ron to indicate that this topic had already been discussed. Robes have nothing to do with being magical. Ron grinned as much as he could manage. Ancient wizards didn't even wear robes, Mum. Molly opened her mouth as if to protest, but before she could say another word to Ron, Remus walked into the kitchen. Ginny breathed a sigh of relief at the sight of him. With Remus here, she'd be able to talk to her mother without the discussion escalating into a fight. "'Ron's absolutely right, Molly,' Remus said, smiling. "'The early wizards did not wear robes. "'I'm partial to them myself, "'but I can understand the younger generation's interest in muggle clothing. "'I myself used to enjoy wearing blue jeans "'while riding with Sirius on the flying motorbike. "'Well, Remus, I suppose you are right. "'How are you, dear?' "'Mrs. Weasley smiled up at Remus, and Ginny felt a pang of irritation.' This was exactly the reason she was not returning home this autumn. Her mother still considered Jenny and Ron to be small children, and since Percy's death she had been more overbearing than ever. Ginny knew that her mother wanted to somehow preserve the feeling of a house overrun with youthfulness, and she probably thought that having Ginny back in her old room would make the burrow feel like home. But Ginny knew that she'd be stifled in the burrow without anyone for company but her parents and Penelope no matter how cozy her mother made it. She hadn't even discussed any of this with Ron. She knew that Ron didn't want to go back home at the end of the summer, and now that he had a job, he had an excuse to stay. Of course, he was of age and could go anywhere he liked, and so was she, for that matter, but it wasn't ever a question of what they were allowed to do. Her mother was very fond of telling them that they could do whatever they liked, in a tone of voice that suggested otherwise. Ginny was anxious to see what sort of fight her mother might put up about Ron staying in Stagsden. She looked at her brother hopefully. Maybe he'd say something now and deflect some of the attention away from her own announcement. Hermione entered the room, and Molly rose to give her a hug. Soon they were chatting about Hermione's impending adventure in Cortona. Molly was concerned for Hermione, but, Ginny noted, seemed oddly supportive of her choice. "'You're a smart girl,' "'Mrs. Weasley said brightly, and then frowned as she turned her attention on her son again. "'Any thoughts as to what you'll be doing at the end of the summer?' "'Expect I'll keep working,' grumbled Ron, instantly sounding defensive. Jinny couldn't help thinking that she hoped Ron would be free to work at the end of the summer. "'There was no telling how Draco Malfoy might blow the whole situation out of proportion. "'Well, yes, at the pub. "'Where else?' "'Oh, I don't know.' I thought you might want to come home and see about helping your father at the ministry. Doing what? Whatever it is that you're good at, dear. Thanks, Mum. but Harry and I are staying here in Stagston. We're looking for a house, aren't we, Harry? Everyone's head turned to face Harry, who had just entered the room, his firebolt slung over his shoulder. Jenny saw Ron wink at Harry and guessed that this plan had been hatched in Ron's head exactly ten seconds earlier. Harry nodded, placed his firebolt in the corner, and sat down at the table as well, looking extremely tired. Ginny couldn't help watching him. His eyes flitted out the window and toward the Lewis Manor every five seconds. She knew he'd gone half mad about what was happening with Malfoy. He'd gone stark white last night when Hermione had told them that the M.L.E.S. was in the house for Ron. Harry had tried to push past her and go downstairs. It had taken Hermione, Jinny, and Remus to talk him into staying out of it, and in the end it had been Jinny, mentioning to him that the Daily Prophet was also in the living room, that had sent him back to his bedroom to brood alone. "'A house?' Molly asked sharply. "'Here in Stagston? With what money?' "'Mum, how many times do I have to tell you that I've got a job?' Ron's face was getting redder, and Mrs. Weasley's eyes were screwed up into tiny beads." "'At a pub? How can you afford a house? "'And who knows what you may have to pay "'to get yourself out of trouble?' "'Ron ignored her last comment. "'I'm a good bartender. "'Besides, we'd only be renting. "'Harry doesn't have a job. "'He will soon, and anyway, "'he's independently wealthy, aren't you, Harry?' "'Harry shrugged and poured himself a cup of pumpkin juice. Jinny looked at him closely. "'The thought of Harry as wealthy?' He just wasn't. It didn't matter if he was. Ginny'll be home to baby anyway, so you won't have to worry about me, said Ron wickedly. Ginny kicked him under the table. This did seem to calm Molly down a bit, and she smiled indulgently at Jenny. Then she turned to Remus and said, Yes, now, Remus, dear, I was meaning to ask you about textbooks. Remus cleared his throat loudly and looked over at Ginny. Jenny's heart was beating rather frantically in her chest but she took a deep breath and said "actually mum i've been meaning to talk to you about that" Ron whistled under his breath while Molly looked expectantly at her daughter "about what textbooks really" Molly sounded pleased "i'm glad that someone in the family has been thinking about their future" Jenny couldn't help but smile at that she could use it in the impending argument She took another deep breath and went for it. "'I am so relieved to hear you say that, Mum. she started sweetly, "'because Remus has offered to give me lessons this year here at Lupin Lodge, "'and I know that'll be a burden off your shoulders "'because Remus is a trained professor, "'and it's really a wonderful opportunity.' Molly Weasley's face had turned quite pale. She stared at her youngest child in astonishment, then turned to Remus, still keeping one eye on Ginny. "'Now, Jenny," she said steadily, "'you don't want to inconvenience Remus. "'I'm sure he has other things planned for the year "'without having to teach you as well.' "'Actually, Molly, it would be wonderful practice for me.' "'Remus gave her a disarmingly apologetic smile. "'I've been asked to teach at Hogwarts again "'when it reopens next year, "'and I'd love the opportunity to teach this year as well. "'Really, Jenny, would be doing me a favor.' Ginny shot a thankful glance at Remus, and then turned to look at her mother, who had now stood up and began to boil more water for tea. She was surprised to see her mother doing it the muggle way, rather than using her wand. Well, Molly finally said, a bit breathlessly, there it is, then. I shall have to discuss it with your father, of course. We need to wait for his approval. I'm not sure how he'll feel about you living in a house with four grown men and no other women. Hermione will be gone until Christmas. Suppressing a giggle, Ginny replied, "Mum, I grew up with Dad and six boys. I think I can handle it. Besides, Ron and Harry are getting a house. Well, your father hasn't given permission for that either, and Ron might not be in a situation to do anything for quite a while, exclaimed Mrs. Weasley, slamming the kettle on the stove and turning to glare at Ron. "'I've got nothing to do with this,' Ron warned, "'waving his hands out in front of him. "'Mom, please,' Jenny pled, "'feeling Harry's eyes rest on her, "'though she wasn't looking at him. "'I want to stay. "'I love home, but I always went away to school, "'and I need to be away at school.' "'Her mother sniffed. "'You do whatever it is you want to do, Jenny,' "'she said quietly. "'Jenny groaned. "'Molly,' "'Remus cut in, walking up to her and looking both nervous and serious. "'There's something else you should know. "'Something that, well, you'll think I'm terribly irresponsible, "'and you may not want Ginny to stay here after all.' "'Molly eyed him curiously. "'However, it's fair that you should know,' Remus continued, "'as it will make you quite proud of Ginny. "'I do very much want to be her professor.' but there are other reasons that I would like for her to remain at Lupin Lodge for the rest of the year. The room was very quiet. Hermione shot Ginny a shining look. Yes, Molly prompted, frowning. Remus cleared his throat. She's been able to successfully brew the Wolfsbane potion, he said slowly. She administered it to me the last full moon, and it was perfectly effective. Mouth hanging open, "'Molly turned to look at Ginny. "'What?' she gasped. "'Ginny beamed. "'She'd never seen her mother look at her in quite that way, "'not even during the war. "'I had help,' she began modestly, "'but her mother cut her off. "'You, the wolf's Pain potion? Really? "'But potions was never one of your good subjects.' "'Molly looked at once thrilled and terrified. "'I, I know,' replied Ginny, giving a little laugh. I don't know how I did it, but it worked. And, oh, Mum, Remus will help me study for the apparition exams, and maybe, maybe Dad can clear me to take them early or something. I'm seventeen. Your father will not give you special permission to do this or that, simply because he is the acting minister, Molly began sternly, but stopped at once when Jenny held up a hand. Well, if he did, I'd be able to come home on weekends— or in the evenings to see you and to help with the baby, Jenny wheedled. Of course, she could do this just as easily using flu powder, but decided to conveniently forget about it for the moment. Molly's face went soft again, and she regarded her only girl with evident pride and distress. Ginny tried to fan the pride. Please let me do this, she begged. It's the best thing for Remus, and me. She crossed her fingers behind her back. Molly's eyes were shining brightly and in one swift movement she'd gathered Jinny in her arms. Of course you can stay her voice was muffled in Jinny's hair. I'll fix things with your father. Oh, Jinny, I'm so proud of you. Jinny let herself cling for just a moment, reveling in having won her battle. She caught eyes with Harry, who was half smiling at the two of them as though he was about to laugh. Mum, said Ron after his mother and sister had collected themselves, I mastered four new sobering charms this week. Aren't you proud of me? He held out his arms to his mother. Molly released Jinny and glared at Ron. Have you seen the Daily Prophet this morning? She demanded. If you know what's good for you, you'll start reading some legal books and try to find a way to plead your case. Sirius is much too busy to be taking on this project as well as all his others. Your father says he's doing about a hundred different things at the moment, "'Sirius is the best one for it,' Harry said suddenly, his voice very deliberate and low. Everyone looked at him. Ron gave him a brief smile. Molly heaved a sigh and turned back to Jinny. "'I suppose. But there's nothing we can do about any of that at the moment. So let's go upstairs and try on those robes. "'No, boys,' she said shrewdly when Ron and Harry made for the door with the firebolt between them, "'don't even think about wandering off.' You'll need to try on yours as well. Go on, get yourself upstairs, get them out of your trunks. Ron rolled his eyes. Harry shrugged, but they both went for the stairs, and Hermione followed, with Ginny at her side. Satisfied that she would get to stay with her friends, and trying not to think too hard about Ron's predicament, Ginny let her mother fuss over her robes and hair as they all prepared for September 1st.